Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to Beyond the Field. My name's Gone. I've got my trusty... Um, what, what, what should I call you, mate? Sidekick. Sidekick. Bat- Batman, Robin, okay. whatever Batman, you Robin, want. Batman, Robin, yep, sidekick, um, Kane. And uh, we're just going to cover a couple of things today, but mostly to do how to navigate the current property market and the state of it and everything that's going on. And um, first things first, what we call cutting through the media rubbish and obviously not letting negative headlines impact someone's financial ability, which we get a lot of, right? Yeah. Firstly, to all the journals out there, hello. <laughs> um, secondly, um, yeah, I think when it, I find, and this is just my opinion, when it's a slow news day, there's an article on property uh, or politics at the moment, and probably has been for the last four or five years. But um, yeah, you got to you, look. There's some credibility in some of the data, um, but again, from a journal perspective, it is their opinion, and I do find a lot of the opinions conflicting one day they'll write positive news the next day it'll be negative uh, and sometimes they contradict themselves so um yeah reading the media is probably not the best thing to do to make your assumptions or decisions on that yeah. would be my suggestion yeah i agree and it's a lot of doom and gloom is centered around the property market how it's going to crash what's happened in the past how this is going to happen and it's actually never happened think of pre-covid and everything that happened following on from that but yeah you're right like it has a massive huge impact on on someone like a first home buyer and it can impact the way that they think whether or not they should make the decision or go ahead with the purchase is um is actually really annoying um as as someone like myself in terms of you know dealing with clients and getting that feedback from them saying they are and i'm in right so um but again you have to be realistic and I would like to think people and, and clients who are or people that are just reading these news, they should engage with people like us who are on the beat, who do this every day to give them actual feedback around what's going on out there, I think. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would say um, for, if you're talking about property, um, for the individuals, or the couples or the group to have a real clear objective goal or vision of what they want to execute, don't deter off that. Focus on that. Do all your numbers. Make sure you do your homework on everything that you're trying to achieve, whether it's property, anything finance, whatever it is. Um, and don't let outside noise, i.e. media, family, or or anything else tell you otherwise. Because you think about it, if you think in life or in business, you know, you've got tall poppy syndrome, people are always going to cut you down to the knees um, and deter you from what you're doing. But if you're passionate and you want to succeed and you've got a focus, you have a vision, um, you can do it. Yeah, which brings me to, to the next point as to act, how to actually buy a house and what's involved here. Again, um, number one, you don't want to be caught in a situation where you've been iron and I'm in about buying a house and then something pops up and you see something that you like and you want to go for it, but you don't know where to start. You don't have finance approved. You don't know what to do. Um, what I will say to that is just exactly that. If you want to buy a house and you are ready, you do have your pre-approval, you've done all your DD, don't be the person that says, I'm just going to wait for the market to crash before yeah. I buy. Yeah. Because the amount of times I've heard that over the last 10 plus years, um, 
yeah, I'd be a very wealthy man, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And the, the question always arises, when is the right time to buy a house? Well, when, there is no good or bad time. Right. There is no right time. If you can, you should. Exactly. And right. if it's a long-term investment, you will succeed. If you're a property trader or flipper that is getting in, trying to make a quick buck, you're better off going to the Cassie, mm -hmm. playing blackjack. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, the whole process can be quite strenuous on first-time buyers, particularly as I've got some who are just constantly missing out at, 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 at auctions and price by negotiation, and, you know, they just can't seem to get their foot onto the, what I don't like to call it, the property ladder. I think what you're saying is surround yourself with experts in every field, connect well, make sure they're aligned with your values and what you're wanting to achieve, and then they can help you execute because you can't be an expert at everything. Yeah, you couldn't. I couldn't have said it better than um, myself, actually. Tell me about rising interest rates. <sighs> okay, so rates have been rising. That was a sigh. That was a sigh because... Have the, you locked in at 10%? No, I haven't locked in for five years, that's for sure. I've locked in for one. Um, they have been going up quite dramatically so six seven months ago you were you were getting the old 2.19 fix for one year that's hovering at around 3.65 now i'm gonna throw something at you go historical data look mm -hmm. back 18 no 24 months ago and the way the rates have risen to what they are right now is what we were at pre-pandemic and everyone says rates are so high yeah. that's what they were yeah i know so rates aren't high we just had super super historical low rate and everyone's just got used to the bottom ones for the past 18, 24 months. Look, Anything north of that is just raising eyebrows, right? You've got to look at straight curves and how they work in graphs. They'll go up and down. I think, but, you know. I was just going to say, with the rates, yes, they have risen. I don't know what they're going to do from here on out. They could rise even more. They could not. We just don't know. What I do know is... Every individual is different. Every mortgage is, is different. Every loan balance is different. You need to find something, a structure that suits you. We are all about paying down debt and paying it down quickly with flexibility. You don't want to overstretch yourself. So, for example, I know clients who've been contributing more towards their repayments, say, for, on a 2.29% rate, more than the bare minimum meaning they're going to pay off their principal quicker. But what that's going to do to them is they're going to get used to the higher repayments. So when rates rise and they want to dial it down to the minimum repayments, those repayments will be around the same as what they were used to getting paid before, mm. right? Um, where people um, get get stuck on and, and get fixated is long-term fixing. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of fixing for a very long time. Even simplifying that, people just get fixed on an interest rate. I know, yeah. You've got to get your head around, because if I told you interest rate's 7%, but then I told you in that same year, you made 150 grand on capital gains that you don't see in cash, but if you sold, you'd take the 150 all day long. Yeah. So people need to actually put that into, um, I suppose, comparison or side by side. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, obviously, concluding on all this yeah. around media perception, how to buy a house, all the things just to navigate, mm -hmm. and then rising interest rates. What's some of the best ways to save or tips and tricks on your mortgage? There's um, some key things here that we, I know I've heard you guys talk about yep. all the time with clients, yep. and I hear you talk about offsetting debt yep. with capital rather than a savings account, and I hear you talking about putting it on fortnightly 
repayments. So you've got 26 payments in a year. Yeah. So there's two hidden payments. Yeah. Talk about those two for me. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, if, if, if a person buys a house, they need a deposit, right? And if they have any excess cash, without putting it into the actual transaction and lowering their total loan amount down, we can use some of that excess cash to structure the mortgage in a way where they can offset a particular amount equivalent to the amount that they've got in cash. So that money just sits there, offsets the mortgage. They don't actually pay any interest on that loan. It just sits there and they can use that at any time. Okay. The other point that you mentioned before was um, act biweekly, what we call accelerated biweekly repayments. And this is a repayment cycle on mortgages where um, there are two hidden extra repayments um, within the year. And that actually shaves off about four or five years off the loan term, yeah. paying the principal off quicker, um, but um, also um, bringing that loan balance down. So what you're saying is that um, you pay fortnightly and because there's 26 fortnights in a year, you've got two extra payments rather Correct. than paying 12 monthly. Absolutely. So it's a bit of a hidden gem there. Correct. What I would say to people is, and this is my personal mindset, is yes, you might take a mortgage out and you've got a 30-year term, you should never have a mortgage for 30 years. You should never just sit there and pay principal and interest for 30 years, and in 30 years' time, you're debt-free. If you create equity, use the power of leverage. It's the biggest tool that people that people know about, but also people don't know about. So um, probably concluding in this, it's be precise, get clarity, and come see us. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, Check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.